Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. I have one thing to say. You better work. Yeah, the FBI's working. Apparently classified documents were found at former Vice President Mike Pence's home in Indiana. So now we got papers coming out of the Biden residences, papers out of Mar-a-Lago, papers out of Vice President uh, Pence's home in Indiana. Who cares? Get rid of it. It's of no consequence to anybody. Oh, your guy had more stolen, purloined, uh, top secret papers, confidential papers than our guys. This is nonsense. When you get, when it's all said and done, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to find out that there's nothing significant in the papers either that were with Donald Trump in Mar-a-Lago, the many locations of Joe Biden, and now former Vice President Pence. Enough of this! Although, obviously, it'll dominate discussion all day long here at WABC because all of you consider that to be the priority. To me, not. It's a wash. But my priority is the excommunication, the expulsion of the growing stain on the uh, soul of the National Republican Party now. Because it's not only a local issue affecting the 3rd Congressional District that encompasses North Shore, Suffolk, Nassau, especially Great Neck, and uh, Whitestone and Queens. We're talking about three snaps up. George Santos, every day it's a tsunami of muck and mire that makes you want to take a shower. You feel so soiled, and yet some continue to hang on to him, like uh, Elise Stefanik, upstate New York, powerful Republican congressional member who won't say, get the hell out of here. George Santos, leave, leave. It's expulsion. It's excommunication time. Well, let me give you an update of all that's taking place so that maybe finally some of you will join what should be an overwhelming percentage of the voters of the 3rd Congressional District Court saying, get that bum out of here. In fact, only 50% of the people in that district who were polled suggest that maybe he take an exit stage right, stage left, or just fall off the stage. Let me give you the updates. Apparently, George Santos claimed he was a victim of an assassination attempt. That's right, Lou. That's right, Macedonia Phil. One day while George Santos was walking outside, somebody had beat it down on him. And he felt, oh, my God, will I become the next JFK? Will this be a lone gunman story? Who knows, Right. It turns out it's complete bull feathers. Let's go to story number two that has surfaced. That his home in Florida was vandalized because he and his boy toy were at a Republican party in Florida in December of 2020. And people immediately knew that he was a supporter of Trump. He was a MAGA man. So while he was away raising a champagne glass with his boy toy, they vandalized his home. No truth to that whatsoever. And then the best one of all, out of the many lies, fibs, uh, embellishments, whatever you want to call it, here's George Santos swearing that he was mugged by two men 
before asking any questions. Uh, they robbed him, took his briefcase, took his shoes and his watch, and that was in broad daylight. It was 3 p.m. I was leaving my office, going to the garage, getting my car, and I was mugged right there on Fifth Avenue in Midtown Manhattan. The fear is real. It's surreal what we live through here. Please, Lou, a continuation of RuPaul, because now RuPaul's name enters into the fray. While all of this is going on, while lie after lie after lie is cascading off the lips of George Santos, we don't know if he's a bisexual, heterosexual, gay, non-binary. Who knows with this guy? He could be any one of 72 different sexual identifications on any given moment of the day or any one of 72 gender reaffirmations during the day. But, oh, boy. He got into a sparring match on Twitter with drag queen Trixie Mattel. Yeah, three snaps up, right? Trixie in all her garb and all of her drag queen garb is attacking George Santos. So you would think with all the mishigash that George Santos has created and he's in, he would ignore this tweet. But I guess, you know, when a drag queen insults a fellow drag queen, that's the ultimate insult, the ultimate absolutely drop-dead insult. So what does George Santos do? He decides to clap back at drag queen Trixie Mattel and says, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, I saw you there. Clearly you know all about bad acting skills. Three snaps up. And she says, stop pretending you're not a drag queen. We got the video evidence over a three-year period. You appeared in show after show after show after show, despite you claiming it was a one-off. And then, stupidly, what does George Santos do? He tweets back because one drag queen to another drag queen, right? It's a real cat fight. He goes, no, you don't understand, Trixie. I have not dedicated my life to becoming a drag queen. I am a servant of the people who happens to enjoy from time to time the feel of a satin dress. Nylon stockings, six-inch stacked heels, ruby uh, red uh, lipstick, a nice wig, and all the accoutrements. Three steps, three snaps up, Trixie Mattel. Oh, my God, and I'm saying to myself, what the hell is this guy continuing on in the House of Representatives representing the 3rd Congressional District? And then, if you think that's the worst it can get, think again. Apparently, George Santos was sending out invitations to a party in which he was asking people to make contributions because it was an engagement party in which he had selected well-heeled friends invited because he was planning to marry Pedro Villarva, who was all of 18 years, when uh, George Santos, 26 at the time, decided to publicly announce that they were getting hooked up, they were getting married. In fact, the way he said it, he goes, look, we're going to be sharing our toothbrushes. Yeah, toothbrushes up. It's me and Pedro forever. The only problem was... The 18-year-old Pedro at that time said, no, no, a thousand times no. I am not marrying you, George Santos. You are a con man. You're a freak. You're a phony. You're a fraud. The only word he didn't use was a fugazi. And I wonder how much money 
Judge Santos was making there because apparently he also was dabbling with arranged marriages, trying to convince men here to marry Brazilian women so that they could eventually earn a green card and then go their separate ways for a fee, of course, 10000 20000 30000 or more. Oh, when, oh, when... Uh, the Republicans, McCarthy, Speaker, Stefanik, like number three in the House, when or when are going to say, finally, expose George Santos, excommunicate him as the stain grows and grows. And think of all the Republicans out there who'd like to run for local office, who would like to run for congressional office, who would like to combat the growing influence the Democrats have because of the disproportionate number of Democrats registered versus Republicans. And even in some states where the independents have surpassed Republican registration. Is it fair to every Republican from California to New York, from North Dakota to Texas, that eventually they may have to run, not against a Democrat, but against the image of George Santos being imposed upon them in every lit drop, in every phone call that is made to try to prevent them from winning the Republican way. Enough, enough already. And enough of George Santos. Expel him, excommunicate him now, McCarthy, Stefanik, and the rest of any of you Republicans who are holding on to the liar of all lies. Yeah, yeah, Joe Biden, he's bad. Oh, he's really bad. But there's nobody who has lied more than George Santos. Except maybe the schmuck the pucks. Chuck E. Cheese Schumer. It's not about sexuality. It's not about drag queens. It's not about transgenders. It's about the illegals that have invaded our country. I noticed that uh, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, is constantly now harping on the fact that he wants $2 billion from the federal government. Because every day the illegals are flooding in, and we have updates. Illegals actually got into a car from Midtown Manhattan, went out to Macy's in Nassau County, and ended up uh, shoplifting and boosting products there. They got arrested. But they'll come back and do it again and again. And I noticed that the um, county executive in Nassau, Bruce Blakeman, uh, uh, was crowing about their arrest. That's good. But did you turn them over to ICE? Did the Nassau County cops turn them over to ICE because we know they're illegals? Of course not, because it's a sanctuary state. Uh, could you answer that question, Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman? Were they turned over to ICE? Of course not. Neither were those who were out in the streets throwing bottles and stabbing one another outside of the Stewart Hotel over the weekend where 600 beds are designated for the illegal aliens, courtesy of Eric Adams and the sucker taxpayers of New York City. Four of them were arrested. Were they turned over to ICE? No. Why? Because we're a sanctuary city and Democrats believe that ICE are the thugs. Not MS-13, not 18th Street. In fact, listen to the schmuck to putz, Chuck E. Cheese Schumer, who urges even more illegals to come into our country and come into our state and city. Now more than ever, we're short of workers. Uh, we have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. Well, however, how many undocumented there are here. Come on. Well, more than 11 million. Why doesn't any of the reporters ask, whether it's Schumer or Bruce Blakeman or Eric Adams, 
that with these recent arrests outside of the Macy's in Nassau County when four illegal aliens were caught shoplifting and boosting products, were they turned over to ICE? Was that information turned over to ICE? Lemigre, Immigration and Naturalization Service, or the Bruce Blakeman and the Nassau County Police Department, um, obey the rules and regulations from the state of New York, which says we're a sanctuary state. Likewise, I ask, when uh, the individuals responsible for the uh, bottles and fist flying and the stabbings outside of the Stewart Hotel, that we're paying $500 a night in order to house them in, where they are rejecting the food we give them, where they're drinking Corona, Cerveza, and smoking weed. Where the hell did they get the money for that? Were they turned over to ICE? The answer is, you get no answer whatsoever. Instead, who comes forward and says, give us your tired, give us your poor, the one person that Eric Adams will never, ever, ever put under the electron microscope of criticism, Santa Claus with our tax dollars, Cardinal Dolan of the Archdiocese. These just aren't cases. These just aren't. Uh, these just aren't problems. <clears throat> these just aren't statistics. These are not just refugees and asylum seekers in the plural. These are people with names, and with dads and moms. They've had a terrible journey, but yet they're filled. There's, I don't see any animosity or any. They're filled with gratitude. They said, people have helped us on the way. The church has been there. <laughs> we don't want to eat your stinking food. Just give us cerveza. Give us weed. How crazy is this? Look, Catholic Charities, it's turned into a racket. It's making money on all the illegals that they're bringing into our city. And then when you look at Chuck Schumer and all the supporters of the Democratic Party, including Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb and Eric Adams himself, how many of them are getting contracts Homeless services in order to take care of the illegals. Follow the money. Follow the money because it's always about the money. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Yeah. I'm a big As they cut through the purple haze, waffling through the streets of Manhattan with all the herb that's being smoked, it being lunchtime, people vaping outside, people smoking blunts, spliffs, big fatties. Uh, Lou, uh, you have been here for so many years. Bo Dita was on every, uh, every Tuesday morning, right? That's the guest of Sid Rosenberg. Later on in the Sid rap, you're going to hear how Sid sees cops everywhere, which nobody else does. But I, didn't I hear that advertisement for Bo Dita where he's talking about his private security business, which is a very good one, I might add. My sister Maria used to work for him. Very good. The need for personal security is at an all-time high. High? What is that? Is that kind of high? Or is it because crime is out of control, Sid Rosenberg? Your own friend, Bo Deedle, his advertisement. Very good. Very good private security for him. Like I said, my sister Maria had worked for him years ago. The need for personal security is at an all-time high. I wonder how he came up with that. Anyway... Wasn't smoking weed, that's for sure, but we got another legal weed shop opened up on Bleecker Street earlier today. That means back-to-back, belly-to-belly. 
The two legal weed shops are in Greenwich Village, which already have enough black market suppliers with all the pop-up shops. And all you got to do, go into Washington Square Park. They got tables out. They can underprice New York weed, licensed weed. They give you an opportunity to test the product. They don't check an ID, which a lot of people are suspicious of whenever they're walking into a place of business. They'll give you credit, which obviously the legal licensed weed shop of New York State cannot. And more importantly, they give you weed that is grown, manufactured, and prepared for distribution from outside of New York, whereas the licensed New York weed shops can only sell product that is uh, grown, manufactured, distributed from New York State. Which means that if you're a weed guy or gal selling California product from the Emerald Triangle, Humboldt County, or from other parts, uh, oh, I mean, I mean, look, uh, somebody comes up to you and they say, man, I want some, uh, I want some Hindu Kush, Maui Waui, right? You can't, oh, not in a New York weed shop. So here we go again. Second licensed New York State weed shop in the same area where the black market rules. And whatever happened, I thought the first weed shop that was to be licensed was going to be across the street from the Apollo Theater where Eric Adams had the NYPD out there filming everybody going in and out of the Drake concert the other night. What the hell was that about? And apparently the elderly black women of the church, the Baptist churches, the many in Harlem, came together and told the local elected officials, you open up a legal licensed weed shop across from the Apollo Theater on 125th Street, we will burn it down. No, you haven't heard anything more about that. We will burn it down. They do not want that legal weed shop on 125th Street across from the Apollo Theater. And again, I asked the question, uh, why were uh, all the people going in and out of the Drake concert at the Apollo Theater the other night being filmed by the NYPD? Uh, was it because somebody fell out of the balcony? I don't think so. Anyway, to be continued, what we got to talk about is not all the weed that's being sold uh, in New York City now. Very, very little of it is legal. And almost all of it is illegal from the pop-up shops to those that give you Grubhub deliveries long before the idea even surfaced in the minds of those who are selling legal product. we got to talk about all these shootings, and especially when we look to California. Uh, You saw that tremendous video of Brandon Tsai, who is the son of the owner of the second dance ballroom, that that 71-year-old maniac, that Vietnamese immigrant Yu Can Tran went to after he walked out of the Star Ballroom dance studio in Monterey Park and he killed uh, 11 and injured others, right? He went to another ballroom just a few minutes away. He walks in, and Brandon Sai, who was uh, in the office, spots him. Tremendous video where he's wrestling uh, the weapon out of the hands of you can Tran, and he tells him, get the hell out of here, get the hell out of here. And then you know eventually what happened. You can Tran took a gun, put it to his head, blasted himself into the hereafter. And again, people were trying to figure out why the hell did he do this? He's a senior citizen. Well, apparently he lived in a trailer park, uh, was delusional, had gone to the police uh, twice. In Hemet, California, boy, that's a place you never want to be, Hemet, California. Anyway, the point is, he went there on January 7th. He went there on January 9th. He imagined that his family was trying to poison him and that his family was taking money from him. 
And this might well have been like the first signs of dementia, Alzheimer's. I remember my own grandfather, Fidel Bianchino, when he, he reached his 90s and he was imagining things. He would tell relatives and anybody listening uh, that my mother, Francesca, was trying to poison him because she was caring for him, cooking his food, and was taking his money. And it's obvious he was delusional. Uh, but there was no gun that he could pull out of his uh, apartment uh, in which we shared the house with him that he owned at that time to all of a sudden in the middle of the night when he'd be ranting and raving and banging on the walls and screaming in bodies that my mother was trying to poison him, that my mother was taking his money, that he would come in and slaughter all of us who were trying to get sleep in the other rooms, which almost it became impossible. So we still don't know. Why this uh, Vietnamese immigrant at 71, you can Tran, decided to go into that dance studio that he used to attend with the other 55-plus uh, crowd. They did ballroom dancing. It's like the last place you'd expect. Or why he went over to the second ballroom dancing facility. And thank God, Brandon Sai, real hero, the son of the owners, in the office spotted him and wrestled the gun away, told him to get the hell out of here. And you know the rest of the story. Well... Back-to-back, belly-to-belly, what also happened uh, a day and a half later, the massacre in the Half Moon Bay, which was actually uh, a series of these, uh, I guess you could call them nurseries, where they are growing mushrooms, you know, indoors, and they were being tended to by a lot of Asians. And a guy had surfaced, he turned himself in, Chunil Zhao, who was 67, who uh, parked his vehicle outside of the sheriff's station, turned himself in in San Mateo County. He had in his possession a semi-automatic handgun. We still don't know what the motivation for that was. Seven dead, one injured. And he continues. And the slaughter across America continues. There was one that I was personally, unfortunately, responding to with the Guardian Angels. It happened uh, a few days ago in Cleveland, in the west side of Cleveland, uh, the chapter leader that uh, we have there, Iron Eagle, has been with us for 36 years. A member of his extended family had recently got out of prison for manslaughter charge. His father and mother accepted him back home, even though they knew he was double trouble. In that home on the west side of uh, Cleveland, a Puerto Rican family, there was the niece, there was the nephew, uh, there was also his sister. Uh, he comes downstairs one day. He goes, uh, who drank all the milk? Who drank all the milk? And his father says, hey, if you want milk, go out and get a job. You've been gold-bricking for a long time. Get a job. Get the milk. If you want to keep it for yourself, that's fine. But we got others here who wanted to drink the milk. So he stalks back upstairs. He grabs a forty-four Magnum. He comes down. He shoots his father dead. He shoots his sister dead. He shoots his nephew Dead, who was a junior guardian angel, he shoots his niece. She was on life support. Luckily, she's off the ventilator. And then he shoots uh, a man and his uh, son, dead, who happened to be visiting. And it's lucky his mother and his uh, uncle, who had gone shopping, were not there at the time. As he told police uh, when he turned himself in, I would have shot and killed them, too. How do you figure all of this out? I had guardian angels who were helping to bury the uh, junior guardian angel who unfortunately was uh, in the middle of that, was trying to defend his mother when this maniac, her brother, was shooting wildly at everybody in their house. 
And uh, in their memory, think about all the gun violence all across uh, the country, whether it's California that has some of the strictest, strictest gun control laws of all. The shootings being done by AARP Asians, 171, and the most recent one, uh, Zhao, 67. Just they don't fit the profile. Uh, But then to have the personal experience of having to dispatch guardian angels to our Cleveland chapter to help in the burial of a junior guardian angel who was shot and killed by his uncle who had been released from prison, who had nowhere to go, and his father and his mother accepting him back into a household in which other people were living. And you know the rest of the story. The violence across America just is raging. So much of it is because of mental health issues. We know, obviously, without knowing all the details of Yu Can Tran, the Vietnamese 71-year-old who walked into that Star Ballroom dance studio and slaughtered people, we know he was having mental health issues. Chunil Zhao, 67, at the uh, nursery for mushrooms, who killed seven in one. We don't yet know what his problems were, but they're probably mental And in the case of Cleveland that I'm directly involved with and helping with the burial of the junior guardian angel, uh, this guy was just a psychotic killer uh, who had already done time in prison for manslaughter, whose family, like a lot of families, sometimes won't accept them back when when they're out of prison and they end up in nearby shelters. And again, the cycle of violence continues. Nobody, there's nobody out there who's got any answers sufficient so that all Americans can be protected from these crazed gunmen who may be imagining or it might be real, but the end product is the slaughter and carnage that we see and we're forced to talk about. Spectacular! Now, here's the Sid Wrap-Up. Oi! Great song by Joe Walsh, the theme for The Warriors, the cult classic. It came out the same year that I formed the Guardian Angels in 1979 up in the Bronx to ride the subways. And it was about gangs in the subways and how they had control of the city over the NYPD. And so pertinent to what I was listening to this morning. In fact, it involved Andrew Giuliani, guest host uh, this morning with uh, Sid Rosenberg, the host of Sid and Friends. And they were scrapping about the story of the day in the aftermath of the weather guy, Adam Klotz, getting clocked on the number one train that, yes, Sid used to take to WABC when he lived on the Upper West Side. But let's first hear Andrew Giuliani describing the subways 
that he rides nowadays. I, I got to tell you, the subway is worse than ever. It really is. Yeah. I, I was just on there this morning. Me too. Yeah. And I take the six train to work every day now. Yeah, me, me too. We, sometimes we got we to gotta, gotta figure out where we can actually you know, <laughs> yeah. catch each other on the train there. Because, unfortunately, in my car, instead of having Sid Rosenberg, I had three homeless guys that me were too. sleeping in my car. Me too. And then a guy who I couldn't figure out whether this guy was actually shooting up or trying to smoke up. Oh, my but God. Was, was hawking, in his words, duty paper, toilet paper, uh, and ended up between Grand Central and 51st Street, where I get off. Uh, he actually was uh, was actually trying to shoot up, it looked like. Wow. So that, that's actually on my Facebook page for those who want to take a look at what the subway looks like yeah. at 5 a.m. So round one one to Andrew Giuliani. That's what I experience on the subways each and every day. And look, nobody rides the subways more than I do here at WABC in most places. But Sid wouldn't accept a live and in-person description of what the subways are like in his new role as propaganda minister for Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. He insisted that he sees cops everywhere in the subways when he rides them. I mean, the uh, one thing I crazy. will say, though, is and I've been on the subway at about 10 to 5 and I get on at 33rd Street and only go two stops on 51st. I have seen cops uh, every morning, the last couple of mornings, and certainly going back in the afternoon, a lot of cops. I had four on my subway car yesterday heading back at about 11.30 yesterday morning. So there is a police presence, which I never it, saw before, it, taking the one, the two, or the three. Maybe it's for you. Maybe it's a Sid Rosenberg <laughs> presence because I have not seen anything. Nice. You've got it. I got it. Well, well, it seems that Sid Rosenberg has his own personal detail on the subways because he only goes two stops, right? Only goes two stops, right, uh, Lou? Remember when I had offered the both of you, Lou, who lives out in the Rockaways, and uh, obviously said that's his permanent residence, but the curse of Eric Adams was upon him. His pipes burst when we had that uh, drop in temperature of 50 degrees in one day. And his pal, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, was in guitar observing security at World Cup instead of going out to the Rockaways in Broad Channel that was underwater. And then the Arctic chill hit and the pipes burst for Sid Rosenberg. So he and his family is staying at some Midtown uh, Hotel, Motel, Holiday Inn Express. So obviously not with the illegal aliens. But isn't that interesting that he only goes two stops on the sixth train, but would never accept me going to pick him up at Beach 116th Street or Mott Avenue or even Broad Channel or Howard Beach for the rest of the ride into the city. Would never. say so I'm never going to get on that subway. No, you're crazy. But now all of a sudden he very bravely goes two stops on the number six train in the morning. Hmm. But he continued on with Andrew Giuliani as the disinformation and propaganda minister for Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan about how there are cops everywhere in the subway. If you guys think in one year this is going to be fixed, you're out of your minds. You, Curtis, everybody. Look, I, it, it's not. It's, it's far from great. It's still very dangerous. But there are cops on the subway. I see them every day. <laughs> Lou, he sends me this text. Sid Rosenberg, he goes, on my sixth train right now. And you see a cop there with no no hat on. You know, he's got one of these sock caps on there. He's got this, uh, I guess you'd call it a, a little bit of a schmott on it. says NYPD. He goes, see, I bet you that Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, has assigned NYPD intel to escort Sid on all two stops of the sixth train that he takes coming to the program in the morning, Monday through Fridays from 6 to 10, 
and going to the hotel, Top Shelf Five Star, where he's staying. Why don't they put him in the Stewart Hotel? Why don't they put him in the, a number of hotels where they are housing the illegal aliens who clearly we see now are going out on shopping soirees? Yeah, yeah, out to Macy's in Nassau County where they're, they're boosting and shoplifting. But Bruce Blakeman, who reported on it, he didn't report them to ICE. No. What about the illegals uh, at Stewart? Uh, the hotel Midtown, not far, probably from where uh, Sid Rosenberg and his family is, 31st and 7th. They were brawling, stabbing one another the other day, got arrested. Did they get turned over to ICE? No. Well, anyway, I can't wait to come in and sit with Sid Rosenberg, subway expert, uh, and sort of pick his brain how he's seeing cops everywhere. I don't know what kind of psychedelic uh, shrooms he's taking. And that somebody like Andrew Giuliani and yours truly, Curtis Lewitt, don't seem to see cops anywhere to be continued. As Sid Rosenberg continues in his new position as the um, propaganda minister for Eric Adams' swagger man with no plan.